Welcome to Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicNPR.com. This is Elena DelVal, and my guest today is Juan Ochoa, who is Director of Program Development at MFM Trade Meetings. Juan, who has worked in the events sector for more than six years, has been with the MFM Group since March of 2004. He leads the production processes for the event division of MFM Trade Meetings. Juan researches and develops business conferences for targeted audience segments and high-level corporate executives. He also selects speakers and handles speaker relationships. He has developed the MFM Hispanic Marketing, Entertainment and Media, and Youth Marketing Events. Juan, welcome. Thank you, Elena. Tell us about your next event, the fourth annual Innovations in Hispanic Marketing Conference that's taking place in Miami next month. Well, Elena, uh, the, this is the fourth annual event that we've been doing. Uh, it deals with marketing to the Hispanic market, and it's an event that has been growing every year. Uh, this year's event, we're expecting about 250 attendees. Um, there are 22 speakers coming from very different industries, uh, which are each going to give their own perspective on how they view Hispanic marketing, what's going on in this sector, um, sort of what the future holds, uh, some of the challenges and some of the successes that they've owned, that they've had. Uh, it's definitely a case study driven program. So it's real ideas, real strategies that are actually being implemented, uh, by marketers and by agencies, uh, to successfully reach the Hispanic market. Um, as I mentioned, there's going to be uh, about 250 attendees. The people who are attending the event are generally directors or vice presidents of marketing, whether it's from general market or with Hispanic in their job titles or multicultural in their job titles, um, uh, as well as brand managers and advertising directors. Tell me a little bit more about the target audience. Sure. Uh, well, it, it's definitely a high-end event. Um, more than anything, the attendees that are attending, uh, they are heads of their divisions within uh, the Hispanic marketing divisions of these of these companies. What we're finding is that more and more companies that are that are general market companies, um, they have opened up Hispanic divisions or multicultural divisions, and those are generally the attendees that we get. Whether it's a company that's been doing Hispanic marketing for years, who really may have a great grasp on on actually how to reach a Hispanic consumer or to companies that are just getting into it um, and are looking for strategies on how they can actually do this successfully, uh, as opposed to just getting a, you know their general market commercials, dubbing them over in Spanish and calling that Hispanic marketing. Uh, what we're finding is that there's real strategy behind this, uh, real marketing tactics that are being employed, and that's really what, what we cater to. That's what we're actually um, offering. Uh, we do have many people who attend that are from the general market interested in learning more, and I think that's just generally how Hispanic marketing is going. Uh, it's garnering a lot more attention these days, and, uh, and that's, that's sort of been reflected in, in the conference itself. I noticed that you mentioned advertising. Is this a marketing-focused event, or is it marketing in general, including advertising? 
Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of both, but I would definitely say it's more marketing strategy. Um, I'd say that the presence at our events, it's generally about 70% on the client side, and, you know, the other 30% more on the agency side or, or consultant side, if you will. Um, it's definitely what marketers want to do um, and what they're doing. Um, sort of what is their objective for their brand within the Hispanic market? What sort of strategies are they looking to employ to to actually, you know, achieve their goals within that market? Um, you know, for years it was just sort of, well, in the, in the past few years of our conference, I know when we first started out it was really just giving out numbers uh, about, you know, this is a very important market and here's why, uh, you know, you, sh you should be into it. That's more what people were talking about. Now what we're finding is that it's really a strategic thing. Um, it really is a, a marketing tactic event. So tell us a little bit more about the speakers, Juan. You mentioned that you have 22 speakers. Are they all South Florida speakers? Uh, no, they're not. They're actually coming from, from all across the country. Um, just to, to highlight some of the speakers, uh, we, we, well, one, one of the things that we actually try to do, uh, it's a cross-industry event. It's not, necess it's not focusing on any one particular area. Uh, so there could be a speaker speaking from Ford on the same session that there's somebody speaking from Kraft, which are two completely different products. Um, what we try to do is give a different perspective from the different industries on sort of how how they're focusing and what sort of tactics that they're doing. But whether it's a, it's a car company or whether it's a food company, what's really sort of coming across is the general strategies. Um, some of the speakers may, maybe to highlight would be uh, we've got speakers from Best Buy, which again is from retail, from the retail sector, uh, Chase Bank from the banking sector, Gold TV, um, a very, very successful uh, new entertainment property that's come out, uh, Kraft Foods, uh, the NBA, Southwest Airlines, uh, and then from the agency side, um, you know, companies like the San Jose Group and, and Lopez Negret. Uh, so it's really sort of what, what the audience is going to be getting is a very varied, uh, very diverse set of, of opinions and, and really of, of case studies uh, on what, what's been successful, what sort of things are being implemented these days. And um, it really rounds out uh, quite well because it, it, it's not something that it, it's only agencies talking or it's only food manufacturers talking or it's only entertainment properties talking. Uh, the attendees seem to, to really get a very well-rounded experience out of it. Who is the who is the right audience for the event? I know we've we've discussed this briefly, but there are a number of Hispanic-related or Hispanic marketing events that take place throughout the year. How can somebody decide if this particular one is a fit for them? How are you different or similar to other programs? Sure. Um, well, one of, one of the things that we do, um, I, I think probably the main difference is how we put together the program and what information is delivered. Um, we put together the program, and, and when I say program, I mean the agenda uh, as well as the speakers. Uh, the actual topics, uh, we actually do an extensive amount of market research, um, talking to executives talking to, to basically the audience and 
you know, seeing what are the most important topics for them, what are they doing, uh, what challenges are they facing, um, and really just asking them, you know, what are the most important things for you right now in Hispanic marketing. Uh, now, obviously, that sort of information can be biased depending on what industry that person is coming from or what that person's job title is. Um, so at the end, you know, gathering all of that information, we can come up with an, with an agenda that really sort of fits what, what are the key things in Hispanic marketing? What are the trends that we're really seeing across all of these industries? You know, what are, what are the trends where, where we're seeing, what are the challenges across the board? What are the successes that have been coming out, you know, across the board? What do people think is going to happen? And, and sort of we take that majority and that's what really goes into the agenda. So any of the topics that you see presented at the event, they're really coming from the audience, they're coming from Hispanic marketers, they're coming from, from the client side, you know, these are the things that they're really interested in, these are the challenges that they're facing every day, and that's really what we try to get across. Um, the speakers themselves, they're selected based on those topics, um, and, and really the selection process is, is one of the key things for our events. Um, really what we'll do is we try to tailor uh, a specific speaker towards a, a specific topic. So if somebody's doing something quite exciting or, or new within a particular sector, that's the person that we're going to try to identify to get to, to speak on that event. Um, we, we recruit these speakers simply by, by, you know, by, by calling them up, uh, by getting in touch with them and really just, just talking about the topic and seeing what they can what they can bring to the table as far as presenting it, because in the most in most cases, they're the ones that are on on the leading edge of this. They're the ones that that maybe they've had a huge challenge, and maybe it's been a failure, or maybe it's been a great success. And that's what really what people want to hear about. Um, we we don't maybe some of the differences between uh between our events and some of the other ones um, really I think also go to, to the fact that a lot of the speakers are from the client side. Uh, we don't we don't pay speakers to actually attend the event. Um, this is this is all formed really just through relationships that we form, and a lot of it is formed through that market research uh, part. Do you conduct your own market research, Juan? Yes, we do. How, so, how many people do you reach out to in order to decide what the agenda content is going to be? Uh, you know, it it varies um, since it, since it's a cross industry event. Um, in this case, uh, we would probably try to contact as many people as we can from multiple industries. I, I really couldn't give you a number, to be honest. Um, but talking to one person from the automotive industry is not going to give us a trend of what's happening, you know, within that sector. So we would usually try to talk to, to you know, probably a, at least like eight or nine people from, from each industry if we can. Um, Along with that also is, is, is obviously just the Internet research and, and, you know, keeping an eye on, on things all year round, press releases and, and you know, all, all of the updates and, and you know, going to, to conferences and things like that just to sort of stay in touch with people and, and, and see what's really going on. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the research also maybe ties back in with some of our, our other conferences since we do other conferences in the marketing area. Uh, we really get a chance to talk to marketers all year round, um, and, and sometimes there's you know there's a bit of crossover there that uh, that we can use. Um, 
But uh, as far as the specific number, I'm not really sure that, that I could give you one. Uh, I really would just say we, we try to talk to as many people as we can. Okay. And you were talking earlier about the selection of the speakers. Do the speakers pay any kind of a fee to be participants in the program? or Do they have to be sponsors? Is there any kind of financial relationship between being a speaker and being no, elected? No, they're not. Um, the speakers are, are basically they're, they're selected to be invited, if you will. Um, I would personally send out the invitations to them based on a, a particular a particular reason, really. Um, if I think that they're a, a particular a good fit for a particular session because they may be doing something uh, exciting or challenging in that in that sector um, or in that particular topic, then that that's why they would be invited. Uh, it wouldn't have anything to do with, uh, with with financial commitments or anything like that. And if somebody has a topic that they want to propose or a speaker that they want to recommend or even themselves, should they contact you? Should they email you? What is the procedure? Yeah, uh, the best thing to do to get the ball rolling on something like that would, would be to contact me. Um, in, in many cases, in most cases, uh, un- unfortunately, it, it Sometimes it just doesn't end up happening, um, but uh, but yes, by all means, uh, you know it, it, it's always it's always welcome uh, to to be contacted for that. Um, Are there any guidelines that you want to share? Any particular criteria that you look for? Any characteristics that you seek? Yeah, I think more than anything, an abstract of what exactly they would be wanting to present on, uh, what they would be looking to present on, um, uh, personal bio. Uh, anything like that, just uh, just any information that I can get, and then uh, we would probably just have a discussion in more detail. Where is it taking place? Uh, it's taking place at the Radisson Miami Hotel, uh, Miami, Florida. It's March 14th through the 16th. The 14th is actually a day of workshops. We've got two workshops that day, and I'll explain what that is in a minute. Uh, the two workshops are, one of them is on youth marketing, uh, it's the actual title for it is uh, new rules and tools for marketing to today's Hispanic youth. And the second workshop, uh, the title of it is paving the way for successful promotion. Uh, so obviously that one deals with promotional strategies. What the workshops are is they're really more. It's, it's an intimate sort of. It's more of an intimate gathering. It's a lot more interactive. It's usually a group of maybe about 25 to 30 people. And it's really only, it's one speaker who handles that. And really this, this person in, in general is someone who's very knowledgeable on that particular sector. Um, it's meant to be more sort of a discussion more than anything. Uh, most of the time the people who attend are really looking to get a lot more information on that particular subject. And usually when they leave, it really feels like it's, it's almost been a class, if you will. Um, it's a, uh, usually very helpful to the attendees because they get to ask very specific questions about very specific um, scenarios. And we definitely encourage a lot of interaction within it, a lot of questions, so that there's a lot of dialogue between the attendees and the executive who's actually heading up the workshop. The event itself, uh, the actual conference begins on the 15th and runs through the 16th, and throughout the day, typically what we'll have 
is about two or three speakers per session. And what that means basically is that there'll be a particular topic, um, and then there'll be about two or three speakers who will present PowerPoints uh, based on that topic. What we try to do is mix mix and match within that particular session so that, for instance, if the topic is dealing with promotions, uh, we may have two or three speakers who are going to be talking about a, about a particular case study that they did on promotions. And what we try to do is sort of put two industries that are not similar, so obviously it's not going to be a repetitive thing. But certainly, if, for instance, it's an automotive speaker, uh, anybody in the audience whether you're from a bank or an insurance company or a retail store, is going to be able to take away what the actual strategies and tactics are. It's not going to be a completely automotive session, uh, it just, just as an example, of course. Um, so that's sort of the way that the, that the event will run. That's always been the thing that, that we've gotten the most praise for uh, is the fact that it's, it's case studies. Um, one of the things that really differentiates us uh, is the fact that, you know, up to now, and we, we've continued to be doing this year as well, is we've been able to have our speakers um, present, you know, a lot of their information, uh, really give these real examples, which is what people can, can take away and what people really benefit from. Uh, the fact that the speakers actually share so much of, of what they're actually doing um, is really the, mo the most beneficial thing for them. Sorry. Uh, with one of the things that we'll be dealing with is is like the issue of language. Um, one of the one of the big debates within Hispanic marketing right now continues to be what language to what's the best language to actually market to Hispanics in English or Spanish. And there's really a lot of points of view on this. Some people feel that it should be English. Some people feel that it should be Spanish. Uh, we'll be giving both points of view at the event. And sort of why each is effective and ineffective in certain situations, because I think that a lot of times what this comes down to is situations. The Hispanic market is so diverse that it's so diverse within itself that in many cases something that works in one particular area doesn't work in another particular area, um, or something that works in, in one region may not work in another region uh, within the U.S. Uh, one of the other topics that we'll be dealing with is promotions. Um, Promotions is one of the bigger things within the Hispanic market. It's one of the tools that marketers are using to actually move product. Um, online and e-commerce initiatives is another big topic that's, that's been coming up a lot. Um, as more and more Hispanics uh, are online, uh, it's actually, you know, it's, it's, it's coming out that it, it really is something that Hispanics are spending online, which just a couple of years ago it was, sort of, you know, don't bother with online because Hispanics don't trust spending money online, things like that. Um, one of the biggest topics at the event will be youth marketing and specifically marketing to Hispanic youth. Um, one of the big things that that has come out in recent years, of course, is, for instance, the reggaeton movement. Um, ABC Radio Networks will be giving a presentation on that. Um, they're actually launching... Uh, a show with Daddy Yankee, and they've gotten tremendous response from marketers on this, and more and more marketers are realizing that marketing to Hispanic youth is one of the more lucrative sectors that they can go at right now. Um, 
Okay. One of the other topics that we're going to be discussing is event and experiential marketing. Uh, this has always been one of the more popular tactics, if you will, or one of the more popular one of the more popular areas for Hispanic marketers to actually reach Hispanics. Um, the role of the Hispanic ad agency and PR agencies uh, is changing significantly, you know, through the years. Uh, as this Hispanic market grows, um, more and more of the, of the big ad agencies are maybe branching out or buying Hispanic agencies. Um, and just overall, the, the, the relationship between the agency and the client uh, continues to sort of evolve, and we'll be touching on that. Um, segmented marketing is another area that continues to to really be tricky for marketers and something that they're gonna that they're gonna keep looking at. Uh, basically, just you know, what are they doing to actually reach specific segments of the Hispanic population? Um, whether it's whether it's you know, reach doing specific campaign just to reach Hispanic youths or a specific campaign to reach Hispanics in Los Angeles. Um, uh, and, and sometimes that's a lot different from just doing a national Hispanic campaign, uh, which is one of the bigger differences between Hispanic and the general market. And one of the other things that we'll be discussing is uh, product placement and sort of this branded entertainment concept that's been going forward that, that's got a lot of push. Um, it's a, it's a very effective way, and it's something that's been happening in Hispanic, uh, in Hispanic media for a long time, uh, and it's something that general market has really picked up on lately with, with the, you know, the growth of reality shows. And really, it could be said that his, a lot of Hispanic television maybe has been sort of at the forefront of product placement and branded entertainment, so we're going to take a look at what's new in that as well. Excellent. Any speakers that stand out? Uh, yeah, uh, I could go through some of the speakers and what they're going to talk about. Um, Pete Bossy, who uh, is from Best Buy, uh, he's the VP of Emerging Businesses at Best Buy. He's going to be speaking about how that the how Best Buy, one of the most successful retail chains, how they're gathering and how they're utilizing information on their Hispanic customers and how they're using that information to turn around and, and better serve the, the consumers, how, basically how they're using it to better serve the Hispanic consumers. Um, Arturo Nunez, who's the VP and Managing Director for Latin America and U.S. Hispanic for the National Basketball Association, the NBA, um, he's going to be speaking about really how, how a top-level top sports league uh, is developing new fans, um, New Hispanic fans specifically uh, to a game which which is incorporating a lot more Latin interest in general. Um, they're incorporating more Latin players. Um, they're getting more visibility throughout Latin America, and the same is happening in the U.S. with the Hispanic market. Um, it's a game that's becoming a lot more popular. And really, what he's going to speak about is what sorts of what sorts of things are they doing to gain new fans, to gain new attendance, to move merchandise, etc. Kathy Witzel from Chase, she's a senior vice president at Chase Brands. Uh, she's going to be speaking about how Chase is using, how they're using language within its marketing strategy, uh, really to, to better and more efficiently target and reach specific groups within the Hispanic community. Uh, Miguel Munoz, who is a Hispanic community affairs manager for Southwest Airlines, uh, he's going to be talking about how Southwest 
uh, you know, one of the growing and top airlines in the country, uh, how they're really reaching out to Hispanics within the community, um, sort of in a grassroots way, uh, to promote the Southwest Airlines brand. Um, TodoBebe.com, which is, a, of course, a show on, on Telemundo, um, they're going to be speaking about how the show uh, has been and continues uh, to incorporate and integrate brands within the show. Uh, it's been one of the more successful things, and actually they're doing, there's quite a few new things that they're doing, um, which he's going to present about, because the show really manages to incorporate and integrate these products in a very organic way, which it's really the, the issue, one of the issues with product placement and, and this brand integration is, is if you don't do it in a very normal, casual, organic way, it can really end up backfiring, and TodoWeb is one of the better uh, one of the better organizations at doing that. One of the one of the things that we do it also differentiates us quite a bit from some of our other conferences. We actually offer a post event website where we'll post uh, the presentations that we're giving at the event, and we'll give out they're password protected, so we'll give out the password to anybody who attends the event, and they can they can go back and revisit those presentations, um, and actually you know, go back and use them as a resource for, for quite a few years. Um, I've actually heard of one of the one of our attendees who has been in, actually in a meeting and has actually pulled up one of these PowerPoint presentations and used it within a meeting. So that's actually quite a good resource. One of the other things uh, at the event, uh, we do have quite a few sponsors at the event, and a lot of these are really sort of at the forefront of helping to get the Hispanic marketing message out. Um, there's going to be 13 sponsors at the event. Uh, again, so it, it's a possibility to not only get all of this information as far as the topics and what's actually happening uh, on the tactic side, but it's also a great opportunity to come in and meet people who are providing solutions that can really help you, um, that you can go back and implement uh, sort of at once and where you can actually see results out of it. Um, another great resource for information would be some of our media partners. Um, we have 14 media partners who will, will also be present at the event. You talked about advertising, marketing, and public relations. Do you have specific tracks within the conference that address market research, strategic marketing, advertising, and public relations? Uh, we do have that, yes. Um, we actually have two research firms that will be presenting studies at the event. Um, one of them is Geoscape, uh, and the other one is CNR Research. Um, they'll actually be presenting studies from from some. Uh, they'll be presenting the results of some new studies that they've done. Um, within some of the tracks, for instance, the segmented marketing track, uh, there will be a lot of research that'll be given as far as to, to you know what how big is each specific market that you might want to be researching to. I would say that within a lot of these presentations, um, there's always going to be a certain amount of numbers. There's always going to be a certain amount of market data within it, as well as the case studies. Um, that's one of the things that, that sort of uh, that we begin with when I'm in conversations with, with one of the speakers. Um, basically, to start off the presentation really leading up to something, um, and really leading up to the case study, uh, really introduce the topic, maybe give 
you know, what what are some of the numbers involved in this particular topic, and then go ahead and actually give this real example of how it's working or how it's not working. Excellent. Um, what about advertising and public relations? Yes, we have one track on public relations. Uh, the speaker is going to be from the San Jose group. And, again, this is one of the things that, that came up quite a bit in the market research that really hadn't come up in the past few years. Um, and that was really just sort of what is the role of PR within the Hispanic, within Hispanic marketing. Um, in the past, perhaps it wasn't such a, it wasn't really playing such a big role. Companies were just using their general market PR firms. Now we're seeing a lot more, uh, PR firms pop up, um, that are handling the, the PR for, for the actual Hispanic segment. Um, advertising, we've got one track on the, on the second morning at 9 a.m., um, which is really just gonna, it, what it's gonna discuss really is how advertising can actually boost your sales. Um, and what sort of advertising is being done for the Hispanic market specifically where we're seeing a, a real activation by the consumer. And what is the cost of the conference? The cost of the conference for the two-day only, which is the 15th and the 16th, is $16.95 per person. Uh, to include the two workshops, it's $23.95. There are group discounts available. Uh, and to attain those group discounts, uh, the best way would be really to call in, and the number that you can call in to register is 866-636-7350 or locally 305-667-4705. Um, there's actually five ways that you can register for the event. Uh, you can register online at our website, www.trademeetings.com. Uh, you can register by phone at 866-636-7350. You can register through email at ihmc at trademeetings.com, uh, by fax at 305-667-7840, and by mail at our address, 4856 Southwest 72nd Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33155. Juan, do you offer any kind of special rates for students or educators or nonprofits? Uh, there are special rates for nonprofits, students, uh, and educators. Uh, again, the best thing would be to call in and to request that fee. Um, Tell us a little bit about MFM. Sure. Uh, well, what MFM does is uh, we provide high-end business-to-business meetings through several of our divisions. Uh, we have a division uh, called Management for Meetings, and what we do there is we manage high-end events for clients who are actually already producing the events. Um, again, these are these are very high-end events. Uh, we'll do them for corporate clients or for government clients, association clients. Uh, and then there's the Trade Meetings Division, which produces events both for corporate and government clients, uh, as well as our own events, such as this, the Hispanic Marketing Event. Um, is this your only Hispanic event? Yes, this is the only Hispanic event uh, we've been doing. This is the fourth year that we've been doing it. And really one interesting thing about the event as well is really when we first started out, the event was very much uh, sort of a basic, uh, basic introductory event, which I think sort of mirrored how Hispanic marketing was at the time. Uh, and every year 
it continues to evolve. I think it really sort of evolves in parallel to what's actually happening within Hispanic marketing. Um, as I mentioned, this year uh, where Hispanic marketing has really sort of gotten on the radar screen of so many general marketers, um, I think that's reflected in the program in the sense that it's now a lot more strategy, a lot more tactic-based uh, as opposed to the previous years where maybe market research was really what, what everybody wanted uh, because they really just wanted to get a sense of, you know, who are the people within this market and how big is it. Uh, now it's definitely shifted over to we know who the people are. We know how much TV they're watching. Uh, you know, we know how many of them there are. Uh, how, what can we actually do to reach them effectively? Juan, if anybody has questions or suggestions or ideas or wants to propose a speaker, how can they reach you? Uh, I can be reached at 305-667-4705 at extension 220, or you can reach me by email at jochoa at trademeetings.com. Juan, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for listening to today's interview with Juan Ochoa, brought to you by Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicNPR.com, providing you essential information on America's largest minority.